The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. host. This is a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, health, overall healthy lifestyles, and of course, your morning conference call. And if you don't know what that is, I'm sure you will by the end of this podcast episode. So wanted to just put it out there. I know I did not record last week. I was in Cartagena, Colombia, having the best time with some friends. We did just a girl's trip, um, ate, drank, walked, got sunburnt, did everything that you should do, did everything that you should not do. It was the best time. Um, and I know I sound a little nasally, but travel got the best of me. And no, it's not the coronavirus. I think it's just a little common cold. They say that with corona, if you have it, then it's more respiratory. This is kind of just a stuffy nose. But anyways, we're going to get into that a ton today. This podcast is going to be kind of the do's and don'ts of prevention, um, immunity, some things to maybe stock up on just in case you are concerned about grocery stores closing or um, any of those public means of food supply. We're going to be talking about that, some supplements, some different things that you may not think about just as preventative measures for um, this crazy coronavirus that's going around. And um, also just wanted to say a quick thank you for everyone listening, for everyone subscribed. If you are listening right now, before you even get started, hit pause screenshot what you're listening to, send it to a friend, do something to share the podcast. It is truly the best way to grow it. Um, Again, I do this for free, but with some different affiliates, it's super, super helpful. So like anything that I ever put on the podcast, it's because I've used it, I've vetted it, I've used multiple times or I've purchased it myself and I've reached out to these people. So that is really the best way to support the podcast is just by sharing it, um, taking pictures, sending it to a friend, whatever you can do. It's it's truly helpful. It's seen, it's heard. I get text messages or I get DMs all the time and I see you and I hear you and I just, I appreciate it more than you know. So we're going to get into it. This is episode 73 and we're going to be talking about kind of the do's and don'ts of the coronavirus, the flu-like symptoms that are going around. I know I just got off the phone with my sister. She lives in Boston and she's a little concerned because she's running the Boston Marathon in April and we're hoping that it doesn't get canceled. But again, those things are kind of, it's hard to tell right now. Um, Charleston has a couple of cases right now, but I do know that a few of uh, the companies who have larger offices here have shut down and they have everyone working remote. I know College of Charleston and a bunch of different colleges around the country are actually having people do all online classes just for the entire 
spring semester. So that's crazy to me. I, I mean, I understand it. I hear them. You know, prevention is great. It's just it, it's kind of blowing my mind. Um, and so anyways, who is affected by it? I'm, I'm so sorry. And this is really just, you know, the best ways that I would know how to prevent. A lot of people have been asking how I feel about it. And I'm not a doctor. I can't treat, prevent, diagnose any kind of disease. But um, these are just things that we should all be doing on a day-to-day basis. But in light of certain events, it, it, <laughs> it's heightened right now. So let's get into it. We'll start just with some of the, maybe the more common what I call just the does. So things that you should be doing already and that you've probably heard a million times, but just want to reiterate because the reason you're hearing them so often is because they are that important. And the first one is to wash your hands for 20 plus seconds. And the reason 20 seconds and I think it's just, they say, sing the ABCs slowly in your head or out loud, whatever. You're going to sound like Pennywise if you do it out loud, but Yeah, so washing your hands for 20 plus seconds with soap and water. So the reason why that is so important, it's not even really the matter of or the type of soap that you're using or the type of water, whatever. Uh, It doesn't have to be filtered from your refrigerator to wash your hands every time. But the reason why washing your hands is more beneficial than just using hand sanitizer is because it, it actually disrupts the way that the germs and bacteria move on your hands. So what you're doing is scrubbing and mixing up the different bacteria and germs on your hands. And then once you rinse them, they all flush off. Whereas with hand sanitizer, you're moving them around. And yes, they do kill, but it doesn't remove. So that's really what you want to work on. They say that washing your hands is even better than hand sanitizer. So if you're reaching for the hand sanitizer commonly, do not think that that is taking away the dirt and extra bacteria that's left on your hands. It's really not. They say that washing your hands thoroughly for 20 plus seconds is the number one best thing you can do to prevent. And that's not just so that you can wash off germs to, you know, if someone has spread it to you, it's so that you don't spread it to others. So if you're thinking that you're not super worried about getting it because you think you have a strong immune system, you're like, okay, I'll work from home for a few days. I have the virus and then I'll get better. No, fuck that. There are some people out there that have a really low immune system that can't handle this kind of thing. So be thoughtful of what you're touching, what you're doing, what you're spreading, where you're coughing, where you're sneezing, where you're breathing, and wash your hands, if not for you, for other people. So that's the number one duh, is to wash your hands for 20 plus seconds. And then in worst case scenarios, use the hand sanitizer. It is slightly less effective though. Anyways, so wiping down some of the metal handlebars, metal doorknobs, the virus does tend to stay on steel. Someone, someone sent me a text message today with a lot of different uh, timing that I thought was super, super interesting. And again, I'm not a doctor and I don't have proof of these numbers, but this is what I've been hearing. So the bacteria can from the coronavirus can stay on aluminum from for two to eight hours. It can stay on steel for up to two days. It can stay on wood for up to four days. It can stay on glass for up to five days, metal five days, ceramics and plastic up to five days. Um, But then there are certain strands that have survived for up to nine days on plastic. So wiping down plastics, wiping down steel, wiping down wood, all super, super, super great for prevention. So make sure that you're doing that maybe on a daily basis in your kitchen. So things like the handle 
handles to your refrigerator or your cabinets, uh, the cabinets in your bathroom where there's fecal matter running throughout the air from your conference calls in the morning. Um, So different things like that. Even if you think, okay, I'm in my home, this is a safe space. These are all still precautionary measures because you don't know what you, you don't know what you could be stepping on once, you know, if it's something hits your jacket. And right before you walked in or you just got off the bus or you just, you know, passed by someone and it was on their backpack, like there are a million little ways. So just be cautious of it. The next duh is having more water and liquid. And this isn't just to uh, stay hydrated. It's of course, that's great. But what you want to do is have your mouth always be wet because it'll flush out bacteria. So the Flushing of the bacteria is really beneficial in your body once it gets through your throat, through your digestion, through to your um, to your stomach, where there's stomach acid, which is going to kill the virus. So the drier your mouth is, the less likely you, that bacteria is to move down your throat, down your esophagus, and down into your digestive system. So you really want to make sure that no matter what, you're at least flushing your mouth out every honestly, every like 10-15 minutes having some water. You don't have to chug a whole water bottle in every 10-15 minutes, but having as much water as possible so that you're constantly flushing whatever is in your mouth. Maybe you've touched your mouth, maybe you've touched your nose, maybe you've touched something close to your face where it's carrying that kind of bacteria and virus. So having more water to be able to flush it out is really going to help get that virus down to your uh, down to that acidity where it's going to kill it. So that's the number one reason why you do want to drink more water. And I know a lot of people are like, well, I'll just drink whatever's on hand. I'll drink ginger. I'll drink soda. You want to be avoiding those processed sugars. So anything that usually bacteria and things like that, uh, cancerous cells, um, any type of what is the word I'm looking for? Any type of pathogens that you want to be killing, typically they like starches, they like sugars. So you want to be avoiding things like processed sugars at this time if you aren't already already. So did I just say already twice? Hello? Anyway, (laughs) so those are a couple of does that I have. And then I've been asked a few different times for some different supplements, different healthy tips for what to have in the home just in case you are preparing um and I say preparing like is here <laughs> I mean preparing is great but just know that it is already here and these are just preventative ways it's not going to stop it from spreading completely but hopefully the more everyone can be on board everyone can be consistent with these things I think that that's how it's going to slow down the most is if we actually do our part to be smart and to kind of just be on alert a little bit just a little bit more throughout the next days weeks months I have no fucking idea so a couple of uncommon tips and some knowledge that you may not have for supplements Um, one supplement that I started taking about two weeks ago is colloidal silver. I truly, I really like it. Um, I took it, started taking it for this insane, uh, UTI that I had. Awesome. And I'm just super susceptible to them. And some people are like, oh, take azo, take cranberry juice, drink water. I'm like, absolutely not. The, the thing about my UTIs, and this is just getting real with you guys. Um, a lot of guys will not understand this and, not even a lot of women understand this because a lot of women don't get UTIs this badly. I don't just get UTIs. I go straight from thinking I have one to 
my pee is filled with blood, like clotted blood. It is terrifying. It looks like I'm giving birth and it's the most painful thing in the world. I will literally be gripping white knuckling the side of my bathroom cabinets. You know, if you have a UTI at the very end of that pee, it burns like hell and it's, it is complete pain. I feel like I'm giving birth out of my vagina. And yes, widely aware of the demographic who listens to this. The majority of being them, um, (laughs) the majority of them are females, but then there's also, you know, my dad. Anyways, so yeah, I started taking colloidal silver for bacteria and some type of relief, but I ended up having to take antibiotics. And so the reason I'm still taking colloidal silver every single day is because it's great antimicrobial, antibacterial. It's got, um, and this will be super relevant for you guys right now with what's going on with coronavirus. It is a sense of respiratory relief. Um, it's also great for things like burns. It's great to put topically on your skin and you just put it under your tongue. I've got a colloidal silver and it's a activated oxygenated oxygenated kind. So I'm not sponsored by any type of brand, but I got mine at Eucalyptus in Charleston. You can also find it on Amazon. You can find it in Whole Foods. It's pretty common. It's just, it's commonly sold, but it's not commonly referenced. So there's supplements like colloidal silver. If you haven't heard of it, don't be scared of it. It's, you know, of course, consult your doctor for anything like that, but I take it on a daily basis. When I did have my UTI, I was taking it six times a day and it's seven or I was taking it seven times a day and it's six full droppers under your tongue and you let it sit under your tongue for about 30 seconds and then you swallow it. And I thought I was going to be tasting like a, a metal pipe going down my throat. It actually has zero flavor. It's it might taste a little tiny metallic-y, but I think that's just in my head because it's called silver. It really doesn't um, have a whole lot of flavor whatsoever. So it's not a big deal. You know, talk to your pediatricians for your children, but it's a great way. It's a great thing to have on hand as preventative. Um, it's great to help uh, with immune support. It's great to help uh, antibacterial. So those are, de- de- that's a Oh my God. Hello? Let's start that one over. That's a supplement that I would really recommend, even despite the coronavirus, anything going on with that. Um, It's just a good one to have on hand to just help uh, support your immune system. Another one is, of course, fresh vitamin C and vitamin D. You want to be making sure that you're eating as many of these vegetables as possible. But let's say for some crazy reason, this is apocalyptic and all the grocery stores are closed. Having some lemons, having some dark berries, having some spinach, having some mushrooms, some red bell peppers or colorful peppers. The more colorful the vegetable, the better. So you want to be eating your vegetables um, eating your fruits, eating your vitamins, eating your mineral minerals, staying hydrated. If you can't, you can always get a high quality vitamin C supplement. And I don't mean just like an emergency packet that's shoved with sugar. You can, you can get a pretty high quality vitamin C supplement. Um, I wouldn't do it in a multivitamin. Um, I would prefer just having a concentrated form and take the correct dosage throughout the day than have one big you know, one big multivitamin with zinc and iron and, uh, you know, anything else, riboflavins, anything like that. Just because I feel like that dilutes it a little bit and your body might pee most of it out because it's still processing. It's trying to process all these different vitamins and minerals all at the same time and it's just not as efficient or effective. So a vitamin D supplement, uh, D3, if you are 
plant-based primarily, and then vitamin, fresh vitamin C to help boost immune support, to help um, f- fight off any pathogens that are going on in your body, to help build some antibodies. So all of those things are great for prevention. Uh, another one is a probiotic. So they say that the strong majority of your immune system does happen in your gut. So this is a really great time to start adopting a probiotic. So not only will it help with regularity with your conference calls, which if this is your first episode, it's pooping in the morning. So these probiotics, again, I'm not sponsored by any brand, but I do know one brand that I've, I've tried and I like. I'm using, um, I think it's like Good Love. I'm using one of their brands right now, just testing it out. I don't want to like promote it too much right now because I'm going to reach out to them. If you guys know anyone who works there for Good Love, then let me know. Uh, But yeah, so a, let's see, a probiotic is a great way to promote gut health. Uh, That's going to help you be regular, which is going to help eliminate extra toxins that have built up in your lower lower body, in your... um, digestive system. It's going to help flush out toxins that are preventing your body from focusing on what it needs to focus on. Because if you're holding on to shit all day, then your body's not going to promote or it's not going to be prioritizing uh, your immune system. It's going to be trying to figure out what to do with all this shit on hand. So it's basically like thinking, how am I going to clean this whole house or having this really nice clean house, but knowing that you have this huge pile of garbage underneath your sink. It's like, it's not really that clean. It might be clean on the surface, but you know, it's actually dirty. It's like, just because there's not a t-shirt on the floor doesn't mean it's not dirty, dirty, dirty. Maybe that makes more sense in my head, but a probiotic is a really great thing to have on hand right now, not just during this virus. And, and like I said, I'm not a doctor, but these are all things that we should be doing on a daily basis anyways. Um, If you are trying to support your immune system a little bit more, which we all are. And here are a couple different things. Wait, let me get back to this. I'm done talking about supplements, but these are two, three, four things that I think are going to be so, so important. And then I'll go through a list of some different things that you may want to have in your home for healthy options if you guys are like quarantined or if your kids are homesick or whatever. So, and this will apply for other times in your life, whether you're snowed in, whether there's, you know, some reason why transportation is not working and you can't leave your home. But one tip, again, and I've said this on mm, 30 podcasts, sleep, you guys. If you are muscling through trying to get as much done as you can before this virus hits or trying to you know, think that you're Superman or Superwoman by getting five hours of sleep so that you can go get that workout in the morning. Absolutely fucking not. Y'all need to sleep. Sleep is going to be your number one tool to beat any type of disease. So if you're not sleeping, your body is already not regulating properly. It's not prioritizing your immune system. You haven't spent that entire night A, fasting, which is going to clean out all the gunk in your brain, which is going to help your muscles grow, which is going to help stem repair, which is going to help regulate your hormones. There are a million different reasons why we should be sleeping seven to nine hours every single night. But if you think that you're Superman or Superwoman and you're only getting four or five, six hours of sleep a night, check yourself. That's going to be your number one supplement. And it kind of frustrates me sometimes and no judgment here because I know I've done the same thing sometimes like once in a while, but I truly, truly do prioritize it. I get questions every single day about what kind of supplements to take, what to eat. And the first question I say is like, are you sleeping enough? They're like "Mm, five or six hours a night. I'm like, okay, 
then we don't need to talk quite yet. Once you can, once you really prioritize adding in one more hour of sleep and rest per night, then we can talk about it because right now those supplements are just kind of, it's a bandaid on a bullet wound and the best thing that you can be doing for your immune system right now and to keep it top notch and build those antibodies and fight off bacteria and disease is to rest yourself. So if you can prioritize one to two hours more of sleep and miss a hit class, miss a yoga class, do it. I'm telling you, you can go for a 10 minute walk later, get some vitamin D, get some sunshine. That is going to be your number one. Sleep, 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 sleep. If you're thinking, okay, well, maybe let's just let's just skip back to the part where she was talking about supplements. Let's just skip forward to the part where she talks about what I need to have in my pantry. That shit's for you. Sleep. And I know a lot of people are probably rolling their eyes like, damn it. So yeah, that's for you. Another one, do laundry. So this type of strain of flu, this strain of coronavirus, it can still live on your clothes. It can, um, it'll be killed if it's like I said, with same as your hands, it's going to be disrupting the germs on your clothing, on your shoes, on your socks. So don't keep dirty shoes. Don't let them touch your bed. Don't let them touch your pillows. Do a load of laundry. Do your sheets real quick. Throw your robe in. Throw your towels in. Maybe some rugs. That would be great if you have a rug outside in your kitchen. This might be a good time to take it outside. Give it a good beating and then bring it back in. So that's what you can do. I know we just washed our sofa cushions in our couch. If you can't do that, just wash your blankets, wipe down anything that you can. Laundry is going to be a really big one. Uh, Again, walking more. Like I said earlier, if you need to sacrifice a workout, that's okay. Get outside, go for a walk. In Charleston, at least, it's been gorgeous. Yesterday, I actually laid out on my patio. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that. There's like, it's beautiful. There's palm trees. I was laying down on some nice towels, getting some sun. And what I would recommend doing is walking more. So if you're walking, then you're moving your body. And if you're walking outside, then you're building up that natural vitamin D. So you won't even need that supplement. Uh, Vitamin D is one of the best ways that you can, or vitamin D from the sun is one of the best ways that you can get that ray support. So it's great for building up your immune system get out of the house, go for a 10 minute walk. Your outside is probably cleaner than the inside of your house. If you can believe it, it might not be as comfy cozy, but it's definitely, it's definitely going to be cleaner. Your body needs that. It needs that freshness. It needs that oxygen. It needs that vitamin D from the sun. If you have the chance to take a conference call outside, or if you have to go read something for work or check up on emails, do it outside, go for a quick walk while you do it, or just stand in your backyard. Let the sun come down on you for five or 10 minutes. And I promise you, you'll feel your body will thank you. Um, so walking, especially if public transportation is one of your only options. Like if you're living in New York right now, I know they're really getting um, serious about cracking down on public transportation. They're probably going to shut down the subway soon. Uh, I know that they've shut down a bunch of businesses. They are, they're, it's, it's getting pretty intense in New York, at least I've, at least from what I've heard. So if public transportation is your only option and you do have the option to walk, even if it's like a 30 minute walk, I would highly recommend walking instead. That way you're not touching handles, you're not touching railings, you're not touching doorknobs, you're not touching people. And I'm not saying you have to avoid people for forever, but it's a, it's a way to minimize risk. And the last one, and this is for people who are, never mind, you'll know who you are, vaping. So this virus is not like the common cold. It more so turns into pneumonia. And for anyone who knows, 
my mom passed away about two years ago and when it she had um anaplastic thyroid cancer which is like one percent of all thyroid cancers and it you don't you don't beat it and one of the things that really affected my mom was the amount that she was coughing at the end her immune system was just done from all the chemotherapy and she ended up getting pneumonia which is I think one of the big reasons why it took her so fast and one of the reasons why she was so uncomfortable and really suffering um and so we I've seen pneumonia just absolutely fuck people up and it's all respiratory. She never had a cold. She wasn't blowing her nose, but it was a dry cough. And this liquid gets into your lungs and it's so hard to breathe. It feels like an elephant is sitting on your chest. That's what we're trying to prevent. So if you vape, if you smoke a weed pen, a CBD pen, anything like that, I haven't used my weed pen in a week and a half just because of that well, I was out of town, but also since I've been back, I've been like, mm, that sounds so good, but I'm not smoking weed. I'm not I'm not smoking weed. I'm not using my pen at all. Like if y'all have any gummies, feel free to send them over. But yeah, so vaping, you want to make sure that your lungs are not having any more stress than they need. So allowing yourself a really fresh pair of lungs is huge right now. If you smoke cigarettes and you needed a, a reason to stop, this is it. So uh, stop vaping, <laughs> protect your lungs for a little bit longer. And now getting into some things that you should have on hand if you're quarantined to your house for any reason. So here's my quick list. I threw this together. So just to have in your pantry as dry goods, you could have things like soups. So no dairy, low sodium. I know Trader Joe's has some awesome lentil soups. They've got a tomato soup that doesn't have any dairy in it. Um, you could do the cans. You can do the containers. The little uh, cardboard boxes are great. I love them. I always mix in fresh vegetables with them with a soup. So it's just like a really hearty, delicious, filling, hot soup which again, great for any sickness or health. So I have on here frozen vegetables. So greens and dark berries are really great. So frozen broccoli, frozen spinach, they're always frozen at the peak of their freshness. So it's not that you're going to be getting necessarily super, it's not like all the nutrients are going to be sucked out of these vegetables just because they're frozen. So things like peas, uh, frozen edamame is going to be huge. People are like, well, what about my protein? Huh. Your protein's going to be fine. <laughs> Nobody's atrophying because the flu is going around. So I'm sorry. That was bitchy. But you know what I'm saying. So frozen edamame is a really great way, a really great thing to have in your refrigerator. I have some in mine right now and I use it and I put it into a salad yesterday. I just heated it up. Then there are frozen greens. You can do any kind of frozen green that you want, anything that really speaks to you. You can blend it up. You can put them in soups. You can put them on toast. You can put them on salads. And then frozen blueberries, frozen blackberries, frozen strawberries. The darker the berry, the better. You go, black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. Ludicrous. But uh, so those are two things to have frozen. You can do cans of beans. Just make sure that the beans are not packed in salt and sodium preservatives. You can, if, if the back of the can says just organic black beans or organic pinto beans or kidney beans, whatever you want to use, just make sure that it's just that, not a bunch of, so, um, not a just bunch of sodium and salt. Uh, some other things are rice crackers because to be honest, they taste good even if they're stale because they are that crunchy anyways. Uh, things like 
chia seeds and flax seeds. You can make a little chia gel with water and put it on your salads, put it on your salad dressings. You can put it in your soups. You can put it in your smoothies. You can put it in your water. Um, There's things like bananas and uh, let's see what else I have on here. Oh, so those are the foods that I recommend getting. And again, if you're trying to stick with weight loss and if you're trying to stick with, um, let's see, like some healthier options, of course, you can go for nuts, but just do know that nuts and nut butters are super dense in fats and calories. So if you're trying to watch that, then maybe air for like avocados or things with a thick skin, like a cucumber, banana, have those in your arsenal. Otherwise, nut butters are a great way to just like have a spoonful, be full. So if you're not like a super foodie and you think, oh, just because I'm in the house, like I'll forget to eat, which that's crazy. But uh, if that's you, then nut butters and nuts like Brazil nuts are a really great way to add some iron, add some selenium, some zinc uh, and some calcium. What I would also recommend doing is hopping on Amazon and getting a Brita filter. That way you don't have to go rushing back. Why do people insist on going to the store and getting all these bottles of water. I'm like, I I get it. If you think your water is going to be shut off or all these things, I don't, I don't see that happening. You know, I can't predict the future, but all signs point to, we're probably going to have our water. Get a Brita filter, put it in your refrigerator, let it sit out in the sun, whatever. Go online, order a Brita filter. We don't need to be purchasing all this plastic and all these water bottles just to, have on hand when we could be stocking up and filling up our fresh water bottles like we if you look around in your house more than likely you have a bunch of unused water bottles anyways fill those up first before you go to the store and buy 48 bottles of water it's crazy also buying laundry detergent so stock up on your laundry detergent organic plant-based if you can I use seventh generation seventh generation unscented laundry detergent and just for keeping everything clean like we just talked about washing your uh, washing your sheets washing your comforters your kids clothes whatever uh, also having a snake plant so if you are feeling light and happy or if you are going to Lowe's anytime soon or if you're gonna be near a plant shop, Getting a snake plant is really great, keeping it watered, keeping it fresh, uh, keeping it in the middle of your house. It's kind of like a little natural uh, antibacterial filter plant. So snake plants are so easy to keep alive. I've got one. It's been there for a year. Um, I water it once a week. It sits in a corner. It's beautiful. I love it. It's my best friend. I say sweet nothings to it. She's great or he's great. It's great. Uh, So a snake plant, really, really great way to spread the love, make sure your house is staying nice and bright and clean. And that's what I've got for you guys today because I uh, have been getting so many questions about the coronavirus and what's going on, how am I preventing it and blah, blah, blah. Who knows? Maybe I'll get it. I don't want to. I hope I don't. But either way, here we are washing our hands, getting snake plants, getting frozen berries, um, not vaping. And again, if anybody has gummies, that would be great. But so this is episode 73. Again, like, subscribe, share the podcast. And if you guys really do want to support and help me keep this thing going, please use any of the affiliate links that I have on the show notes. If you buy Blender Bombs, if you use Blender Bombs, please use my code. It's ELIZAG15. You can get 15% off at checkout for any box. That truly helps me out. Um, That's one way to monetize the podcast because it's a product that I actually use and believe in. And I mean, I had one yesterday. I love them. I had it with a bunch of honey. I think I used like the chocolate cacao one. And then 
all throughout my trip to Colombia, I was eating blender bombs and I actually got pulled over in security for blender bombs. And I was like, it's blender B O N B S. And she looked at me like, shut up. You can say it. And I was like, okay. Anyways, those are the goji ones. And those lasted me throughout the whole trip. It was awesome. So on the flight I had two and then in the airport I had another one. And I'm telling you, I would have been a hangry biatch if I didn't eat those. So if you want to use my code ELIZAG15, it'll get you 15% off at checkout for any of your purchases on blenderbombs.com. Make sure you use that. It is so, so incredibly helpful. Um, but again, share, like, comment, subscribe, do what you can to support. Thank you guys so much. I hope this has been helpful and any feedback is wonderful. I hope everyone enjoys their day and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.